The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after show, the after show. The after show. This is the show after the show, normally. But today, I'm going to pull the curtain back and tell them we're doing the sh- after show before the show because the show is about whether we're going to do the show ever again. And if the answer is we're not going to do the show ever again, we couldn't do the after show. So we figured let's that get That is the in. most convoluted logic I've but, ever heard in my entire <laughs> life because this goes up on Wednesday after the show no matter what. So it this goes will, up after, but when, this will be irrelevant when it goes up. It will. It'll okay, be, it'll be irrelevant. <laughs> so you listen to an irrelevant show to begin with, anyway. But during the regular show, part of the news that ended up happening on there is a big deal. And Barry, what is that? Yeah, it was uh, Bill HR two two thousand twenty three thirty nine two three three nine. However you want to say it, uh, but it's a House bill that was sponsored by Frank Pallone and. Uh, it's you, one of you know what a pallone is, right? Yeah, it's a pile of shit. Okay, pile of <laughs> fermenting. Well, his last name's Palone, anyways, okay. or Palone, but right. whatever. It's Frank Pallone. He's a Democrat. Yeah. Yes. Pile of shit. There right? you go. Okay. <laughs> there's no need to bring politics into so this. Like not, this. Not, a po- there's not six, politics. Yeah, there's six to eight bills out there with they want to raise the national smoking age across the board for everything to 21. Yeah. And the most, the the worst one. It's going to happen. Yeah, the worst one was twenty three thirty nine, because it would ban online cigar sales. Yeah, it would ban. Hey, I'm going to be there in twenty minutes. Let me pay for my cigars now. No, nope, you have to be face to face to face do the sales. sale. Uh, it would ban all forms of advertising, which includes the Cigar Authority. So we're saying, do we continue to show or not? They may have made a decision up for us. Because we wouldn't be able to do this because we talk about cigars, which is advertising. You're seeing this thing happen on social media and stuff all the time. Anyway. Well, that's private companies deciding they don't want to take advertisement dollars from tobacco. Now it would become the government deciding that they don't want us to do this. You know, it's... it's A legal product that can be sold in this country. It's already with cigarettes. You can't do it. So this is not far-fetched. This is very, very possible that this happens because you can't do it with cigarettes. So you got the cigarette companies saying, well, you can't do it with the cigarettes, but you're allowing the cigar people to do it. You allow the vape people to do it. You allow the, you know, and this is where this problem is coming out. So we're, we're, we're breaking up, the, um, you know, our everybody getting together and fighting for a common thing. And especially when you see somebody like Altria getting out of the cigar business, you know, they were beating us up while they were in it. Right. So here it comes. You know, and also would, also that would be gone would be uh, swag. Yeah. There's no more Marlboro T-shirts. So there'll be no more La Florida Dominicana T-shirts. Right. There'll be no more. Cigar uh, Authority mugs. Mugs. Yeah. No United Cigar 
uh, camouflage ashtray, yeah. which Oliver teased online a few weeks ago. Now, hang on a second. As far as Cigar Authority t-shirts or cowbells, as it were, we are not cigars. No. We are a podcast, and the name of our podcast is The Cigar Authority. There's a possibility that we could do that, but the problem when it comes to talking about a cigar is that now it would become advertising of the cigar itself. So, yes, we could do the Cigar Authority and not bring up brand names of cigars and well, the advertisers that, doesn't that we make, have in here. That doesn't make sense at all. Why? We can talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. We can talk about it, but then we have advertisers within the show that go away because we couldn't say it. Yeah, you like, couldn't even say it without Surgeon General warnings. You can't say it at all. Like, you can't bring up... We, we can talk about Marlboro cigarettes all we want right now. We can't put a Marlboro commercial on the show because they can't advertise. Yeah, okay. Cigar Journal would no longer be able to be sold in the U.S. with the ads in the magazine. Right. So you would have a ad-free magazine. Or they could do a magazine, but then they would have to get advertisers that aren't cigar, which... The bulk of it is cigar advertising because the people that read it are cigar, smokers. cigar smokers. So I hear some people saying this is far-fetched. It's never going to happen. Oh, no. I see this happening. Look at Canada. Canada, plain packaging. They can't even put the name of the cigar brand on it anymore. Yeah. As of January 1st. And I the think. whole online thing, all you have to do is look at the cigarette industry with the Jenkins Act. The Jenkins Act was passed, which banned sale of online or across state which, lines. Which says no cigarettes. It's right. just going to say, excluding cigars. You take that word right out, out, it's all done. It's all done. That's how easy. I, they, hopefully, they're not listening, but <laughs> that's how easy this is, is to add that, take the away the line through all other tobacco products out of the Jenkins Act, and this whole thing happens. So how much of this is... They're putting all of this <clears throat> shit in there, throwing it against the wall to see what sticks. It is. Because so, so, so certain people are going to be pro having the advertising taken out. Other people are going to be pro not being able to sell cigars online. So being able to co- divide and conquer, so to speak. So during the subcommittee hearing, uh, rep- Republican representatives Kathy Castor and Donna Shalala both were against this totally yeah, and completely. They, they've been on our side. And Frank Pallone told him if they withdrew their comments, he would work with them between the subcommittee where it passed and the full committee hearing. Yeah, which would make it less painful, right? To change it somewhat. Yeah. You know, so it's going to be it's what something's going to happen and when that something happens, it's going to be this light. A light version of what this is. But we've seen it so many times that the light version comes out, and then next year it becomes heavier, heavier until it, you know, no smoking in uh, a certain section of the restaurant. And then it's, now you're going to have to actually close that section off. Then they did that. Then they said, no smoking at all. Doesn't matter if you have the section or not. And they got what they wanted. And there were already two states that have already banned online cigar sales. Yeah. Utah and uh, South Dakota. Yes. Oh, was it North Dakota? One of the Dakota, South yeah. Dakota. Uh, somebody calls up, we can't sell them cigars. Right. And we had quite a few people who took, tried to take advantage of the 500 plus. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you're in Utah. I can't sell and it And you put you. that right on there, though. Yeah, we, we mentioned it. Yeah. We mentioned it right on the show. And, yeah. And, you know, we would love to sell to you, but it's against the law in those two states to ship you tobacco. Yeah. So in, in, for that deal, you had to buy $75 worth of tobacco products, yeah, which but, we can't sell to you. Right, so. yep. 
So you got two more days to get that, by the way. I think uh, it ends on the end of day Friday. Oh, okay, yeah, because this is Wednesday, Wednesday right now, yeah. and uh, they go to the CigarAuthority.com? No, they go to TwoGuysCigars.com. You okay. spend $75 or more before shipping and uh, limit one per customer. You just leave a comment, 500 plus, spell out plus, use the plus sign. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And, middle uh, finger emoji crossed with middle finger emoji. That yep, works? Yep. And, yeah. Uh, I actually didn't think of that. Yeah. But yeah, you go ahead and you do any of those. We'll uh, we'll send you this nice little swag. Uh, five different things. Five different things. You're gonna get a. Uh, you're gonna get the cowbell. You're gonna get a lighter. You're gonna get a flashlight. You're gonna get a cigar authority patch. Did you say flashlight? And the big <laughs> and the most important thing is the uh, travel humidor that's branded yeah. cigar authority. Yeah. And you can see a picture of it on the cigarauthority.com. Yep. Um. So th- this is a big deal. We're talking on the show this week. Again, this is the after show that are, are supposedly already happened, but we're, we're pulling the curtain <laughs> back. We're doing this in advance. Um, should we continue doing the show or not? Someday, I think it's going to happen someday, that they're going to say you can't do it. You can't do advertising at all. I hope it never happens, but history tells us that this thing happens because it happened with cigarettes who has who have way more money than we do to fight these things um, eventually it's going to come to there's no avenue but the cigarette brands themselves pushed they lobbied to make this happen so that they could be the monopoly that they are Philip Morris in particular that's yes. that was the play yeah so who in the cigar industry is trying to make this happen or is this just a fallout from what happened with cigarettes well there is a, a breakup going on within the cigar industry. Um, you know, we you know we pulled out of IPCPR. Um, there's other companies already that have pulled out. From from what I hear, uh, Davidoff is one of them. They've already pulled out of IPCPR for next Get year. Out of here. And I hear um, off the record a couple of other <laughs> <Off> the bigger. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, you didn't hear any of this. Ed Sullivan, block your ears. <laughs> All right, turn All right. off your earphones. That reminds me to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Other people. Who? Other people. (laughs) Some people. Yeah. So, but some of it comes down to they don't like the separation of premium cigars. Now the IPCPR now is the Premium Cigar Association. (coughs) There's some companies which you can guess without saying it out loud who would be against it being called premium cigar because they have the bulk of their business in the domestic or machine-made cigar thing, don't like it and said, we're pulling out. All the stuff that's happening, and this is part of it, too, with the flavor bands and stuff. There's some companies out there that are big into flavored or infused or whatever you want to call it, cigars, and they have a problem with it. The breakup of our union together, of everybody fighting for one thing, breaking up, is making us weaker. But doesn't it stand the chance to make organizations like the PCA stronger because... As a buyer walking the show, if it's just one hall instead of three halls, you could bang this out in three days realistically yes, and spend more money. Yes, the, but the problem is we're going to be legislated to the hilt because of this, because united we stand, divided we fall. We're dividing ourselves. Now, I've been a, a strong proponent of saying premium cigars need to be separated when discussed um, politically because we are different than other tobacco products. The biggest part of what's happening to cigars right now is vape, which has nothing to do with cigars at all, but for some reason, the government says vape and cigars are the same thing. How could they be further apart from the- Yeah, how many deaths did we hear about this year from cigars besides zero? 
And a lot of the vape stuff is bullshit too because it's big tobacco saying, okay, vape is hurting us, so let's squash them too. So, you know, fighting amongst ourselves becomes a big problem that ends up hurting us all in the long run. But I think the biggest thing that hurt IPCPR, PCA, the, the cigar industry was when they opened up the trade show to the hookah companies, to the vape companies. I, and they, I was on the board when that whole thing started with it was a money grab. The, the hookah, and it was a money grab. And I, I said, this is a big mistake. We shouldn't do this and whatever. And whoever was the president in at the time said, look at how much more revenue is going to come in here. And we need it for the legislative fight and things like that. They did it. And then we heard it from every manufacturer and every retailer saying, oh, my God, these hookah people along with cell phone people that were there grabbing us in the, you were with yeah. me, grabbing us in the thing. It was disgusting. The and, massage people. Yeah was one thing after the other so um that that was one thing that didn't have a happy ending no it was electronic (laughs) massage no good down there and they were everywhere everywhere um so that ends up going away so you know the the key now is make as little mistakes as you possibly can as you as we're doing these things and uh you got a bat higher than 500 on this yeah and i'm seeing a fallout um badly you know, I'm seeing um, the destruction of the, the pricing of cigars or factories. You know, we talked about this on other shows that factories are um, in trouble and um, not shipping so many cigars into the U.S. because of the online guys, yep. and therefore they're laying people off. Yeah, Steve Saka had a post on I Facebook saw, yeah. about, you know, cigar companies are selling at pennies on the dollar. You know, they're losing money just to liquidate some of the right, inventory. Right, and what happens when you end up doing that? You know, it, supply and demand. So there's too many cigars that were made, right. and the demand is less than that. So this is the crash of a boom that we didn't even know about. Yeah. But we'll look back at this 10 years from now and say, oh, my God, we were in a cigar boom. Yeah, but so now if, if there's the retailers that are listening to this, I've made my best things that happened to my company during things like this that happen. Be, it's hard to say to you to, to do this, but you buy low and you sell high. This is the time you're buying low, and everybody's not buying, and the price has gone down dramatically, and it's the time to buy, but it's hard to say because, oh, my God, why would I do this? But if you believe that you're going to be selling cigars next year, now's the time to buy it. And I've said it many, many times, and it's been I, – I paid for buildings doing this stuff, so – this You've is- also mortgaged buildings to do yes. this stuff. <laughs> yes. Your own house. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, do I think this is a bad thing? No, I think supply went over demand. It was that simple. And when you have somebody like Cigars International that bought out Thompson and acquired it and brought it in, didn't separate the companies, brought it in, well, now it's twice the inventory they have. They don't need it. The whole idea is let's bring the inventory down. And we're talking about hundreds of millions of cigars. Let's cut that in half. You have the other big company, which is JR, and they're being sold out. So they're not buying heavy because they're going to be sold out. So why would you be buying heavy to sell that product off? So they don't. So now two giant companies are doing it. Well, trickle that down to the manufacturers who sell lots of cigars to those people. They have too many cigars. And now they're taking the cigars in from these countries and putting them in their warehouses that are filled. And then they say, okay, the only way to stop this is stop shipping to us. Well, you got a bunch of rollers that are there. So lay off the rollers. So they lay the rollers off. Well, they're going to buy tobacco. 
for next year's crop, we're not going to need all that many because we don't have that many rollers. So give us less tobacco. That trickles down all the way. And, and over this time, which has been maybe a year that has gone, this, yeah, we this started thing trickled, this last year. that here we are now, that every single part of these things has too many cigars, including the cigar shops, because they're offering deals to these cigar shops and they're, they're taking advantage of the deals. Have you ever saw so many cigars at, at our warehouse? No, at this time of the year, I've never seen right. as much as I've seen. The price There's is usually right. shelves that are bare this time of year. Yes. We're trying to get our inventory down. For the end of the year, because we pay taxes on that, but the price is too good, so you buy in. And uh, the good news is we can't buy much more because there's no place to put it. Although you know I've been looking at buildings yes, this week. Yes, right? say you need a bigger building. Yeah. <laughs> so looking at bigger buildings because mm -hmm. the price is right. Uh, we always talk about great times to be a cigar smoker. This is a great time to be a cigar smoker. You see the promotions we're running in our stores right now. Sick. How do you not buy that? And you're doing. We're selling like crazy. But it's what's going on. It's what's going on and what it comes down to. And, and that's a big thing. There's a, there's a, uh, there might not be a short answer for this, but I was just thinking, like, you know, you're buying and we're running these crazy deals. Yeah. And now the consumer's buying. Is there a fear that the consumer eventually is going to have too much? Yeah, absolutely. Stop? <laughs> well, I hear it from customers that are saying it now. And, then, you know, oh, my God, that's a good deal, but I got no place to put them. Then I'm trying to sell them, sell them another humidor. humidor. <laughs> <laughs> sell them another humidor. But we saw this. I've been around long enough to end up saying I've been through these pendulum swings a few different times. 1997, the cigar boom is over. Everybody's got how many humidors. Everybody's got lots of cigars. The, the crash ends up happening. The deals are often unbelievable. I'm selling cigars in, in, in those days, $59 a box, two for 99 And the customers come in and they go, oh, my God, this is a great cigar for that kind of price. But I bought so many, the last thing that ends up happening, what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, we did that with Swag. We did that with Media Tempo. Yes. And I'm yeah. sure there's going to be something down the line we're going to do it again yeah. with. Absolutely. But the, the thing that a lot of people aren't looking at, too, is now you're going to create civil unrest in these countries. Yes. Because all these people are getting laid off. They're yeah. losing their jobs. There's not enough industry down there to put them into other employment. And you're almost going to create a problem like they had with the Sandinistas back in the day. You know, we almost saw it happen last year. And if it continues down this path, we're going to be bailing out. It, it's not, it's not going to get much worse, though, I don't think, because the layoffs did happen, uh, despite some people arguing, saying, no, it didn't happen. Uh, it did. I know, I know it did because I have people down there. Um, this happened, so everything did slow back. And maybe we look at this six months from now and say, okay, inventories are down in the warehouses, prices are going back up, and here we go. And... Um, really what the consumer could do to help us out is just smoke one extra cigar a day because you could make a difference. Could, absolutely. If everybody smokes one extra, more, that's all you, you smoke do. two at a time. <laughs> two I mean, at a time. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Ned Sullivan do that. Um, you do that with uh, Acid Dos Amigos. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, so that, that that is it. It's going to be interesting uh, at the end of the year to say, uh, you know, what happens with the whether we have the cigar authority or not? I've been doing this before and after. Um, I look at the state of the industry of what's going on, and this is a big thing that's happening. Both um, the um, the glut of cigars that are out there, but also legislatively what's happening or what's trying to happen. And I think this ends up happening to a certain degree, one way or the other. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens because in the next seven to ten days, it's going to go before the committee. And it'll be interesting to see where Representative Castor and Shalala could work out with Cologne, whether or not they'll give us a stay of execution. Yeah. So we'll see that. We're going to listen to uh, the Cigar Authority last week to see if we're continuing on. So I can't tell you what's happening this <laughs> week because we're actually really going to fight it out and, and, tr- and make a final decision on the show last week. That's the dumbest thing I've there ever heard in my entire well, life. That's, that's what it is. That's the after show. See you later. Maybe. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.